Welcome to So You Think Your Car Is Fast, where we dive into the world of high-end, fast cars and explore what it truly means to have a fast car. From the latest in supercar technology to the mechanics that make these machines go, we'll separate fact from fiction and uncover the misconceptions about speed and power that exist in the minds of the general public. Join us as we put the pedal to the metal and discover what it takes to have a car that truly lives up to the title of fast. Oh, hey, Todd, do we have the video of you and Taylor racing me? Oh, yes, I, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, is that the one where I, where I drove off the end of the track? Yeah. Yeah, we showed that in the one, but it was like, I'm going to show this because they mentioned it. I don't really want people to see what I did. But then you addressed it, so then I figured it was fair game. Yeah, I mean, that's well, what. I do have it. He's like, well, before your car's done, don't you want to at least ride? in a half mile run. And I was like, sure. And I don't remember. We were still going pretty quick at the end of that runway, like 50 or something. Yeah. I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> Dan's like, I'm I, guys, I'm, I'm going to take this exit here. If you don't mind. Uh, it was Abilene and you yeah, took it was the video. Abilene. Okay. So where, where did we leave off? Oh yeah. The, when I drove off the road at Abilene with you in the car, yeah, Dan? that was my first experience. You're racing, Dan. That was your first time. Okay, so yeah, here it, it is. was the it was the hey, I think we're limited to 175, 180 with a passenger, so we blow right, through right. at 204 or 205, and then we just thought that we were on a streak, so we just kept going. So if <laughs> right was watching this, there was definitely an instrumentation error. They were not going 204, 205. Totally. No, we were. We did. We, we trapped. We trapped 204. Watch. Oh, we're going to get the wrath of Jason. Okay, that was the end. It was obviously before that, but here, here is us. Here is me not really realizing how short the stop is. And you're still at 0.4 G. All right, so now you're slowing down. I told him to conserve brakes. I think he took it too far. So that X, you have to turn off before that. And we're going 100 miles an hour past it. Whoops. Now you're on the brakes. <laughs> okay, so we weren't, we weren't going 50 anymore. But you almost took out one of those little landing lights. I, I know. I noticed <laughs> that. But uh, it, 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 yeah, we, we survived. I was right behind you. I had a, I had a first row seat. <laughs> I know. I that's the that's what I was thinking. I was like, I wonder what's going through Dan's head. Like, well, I didn't know what Todd was going to do. Uh, so I figured out that he was going off about the time he did when he went to full one G breaking. Uh, <laughs> and I said, well, he's either going to shoot left and try to stay on, or he's going to go off and then loop back around. So I stopped like on the runway, just stopped and waited to see. Oh, what you was did shoot. I, I wish, was going, I wish I had a rear. I had slowed down dramatically. I, I think on that pass, I you guys went 204. I went like one night high, high 190s, like 197 or something like that. And uh, so, I, you know, you guys were ahead of me, but, you know, I was still pretty close. Now, um, Taylor, was that your first experience over 200 in a car? Yes. Or had you been? No, I'd never done 200. Hmm. Well, I, think, I didn't mean I think 170 ish is the fastest I had gone before that point. And you know, what? I, I don't like being a passenger right. going that fast, but 
it was it was okay. We survived. We and did. I think I think the fact that we went off the end of the runway just kind of supported me needing to be the driver. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, it, it didn't, I mean, it wasn't very exciting in the sense no. that, you know, there wasn't like a lot of sand to land in or anything right. like that. It was, I don't even think really, anybody knew. We weren't really, no, yeah, so. we weren't even going that fast. I, I was thinking we were going like 50, but I think it was about 50 or 60 when you're like, I got to get on these brakes. Uh. <laughs> We were only were doing you, 20. Or were you doing the thing from the passenger seat where you're like stepping on the, the imaginary brake or, you know, I, I don't remember that. I, I remember just kind of going like, Hey, we're just going to see what happens here. I kind of want to see what happens. So what did the acceleration feel like to you for being your first time in a car like that on a runway? Were you, were you like, Whoa, or were you like, mm, or, you know, I just remember how, much force it put on my neck <laughs> so it was surprising yeah yeah i mean it yeah definitely surprising well when i explain this to people i usually say something like have you ever been around a corner at like to at, you know in a in a real car with real tires on it and felt that peak peak force of the turn where it feels like it's just going to put you into the door this is and what you say to non-car people well yeah okay you know maybe maybe the the, the tightest turn they've ever done is like 0.6.7 g something like that but that's still the most they've ever felt in a car yeah and then i say well think about it if it's if it's pulling maybe twice as hard as that and it's pulling you straight back into your seat you know, it's funny. I usually I mean, equate it to an airplane at takeoff. But it's well, a slow airplane. Look at well, this. Well, yeah, I mean. One, negative one G at 20 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that was all the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, figure the tires that were running. You might get 1.2 G of grip. On an ex like that, that's usually where I see mine peak is like 1.2. Oh, yeah, of, of acceleration. I don't know, maybe it works better on diesel, but I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's uh, what's pulling half a G even through the half mile, I think. Let's see, yeah, you'll be around 0.3.4 G up at up in sixth gear. There you go, that's that's at the, that's right at the half 0.4 G at mm -hmm. 205. So at 200 miles an hour, you're still accelerating like a fairly aggressive turn around a corner, like the amount of force that it. Mm -hmm. I mean, so it, you know, you how much longer do you need to get to your top speed of like 217? I mean, just a couple seconds, it'll be there. Yes, I think I didn't even start slowing down until 208. I guess yeah, that's when I hit the brakes. 208, negative three G. Point three G. But that's just slowing down. I mean, as you can see. You know, at these events, you know, I'm I'm not slamming on the brakes at all. This is this is just a kind of a gradual slowdown um, until, you know, I realize, oh, crap, this is the end. And there's a full G of I'm at a full G <laughs> at 70 miles an hour. <laughs> well, you know, at 60 miles an hour, you're going 88 feet per second. And I have that number burned into my head because oh, I'm yeah? working on that uh, uh, roll race starting stuff. But yeah. at. Uh, two oh five, or no two? Yeah, right around two oh five. You're over three hundred feet per second. 
Yeah. So even two seconds at, at 200 miles an hour, you're going to transit 600 feet. So it, it's really important when you're, when you're braking at the end of these races is just to scrub, you know, as much speed early, like get it down to a reasonable speed, like get it from, you know, 200 plus to like 140, 150. I say that's mm -hmm. reasonable, but mm -hmm. if you can get slow, you know, and you don't have to do it, you know, super hard. You want to do it at like half braking effort. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that you're not in any risk of going around like that car that we saw uh, in the video from from the DCT race. But um, then you've got time to like orient orient yourself on the runway, do the rest of your braking. Mm -hmm. But when when you're going that when you're going that fast for as long as you were after the finish line, it it just sucks all the track up. Yeah. Yeah, learn that lesson. And you know all this stuff. I'm just saying that for the benefit of our of our listeners. Our listeners. <laughs> but that's interesting. I never really went back and, and looked at that this particular data because I was kind of not interested in <laughs> reliving that moment. Yeah, you know, you, you brought it up and I was like, you know, that's not a story that I would have volunteered on your <laughs> behalf. But if you're going to bring hey, it up. I, I like it because it adds a human element to the Todd. Yeah. Don't dodd the Todd. That's Never. that. That's wouldn't what even our, dream of it. That's what our commenters say. Don't dodd the Todd. <laughs> we don't know what it means, but we I like it. What it means. At some point, you should ask me what what I call the uh, the starting system. Because you know, if we're lucky, maybe some of these guys will will see this and and then be interested in getting a getting a role race together. Yeah. I mean, I you know yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to to doing it. Um, I just so happen to have sitting right here on my desk. This I just guy. happen to have this here. <laughs> no, I mean, I, mm. and I've been writing some software for it. Uh, so crazy. my old stuff, diddly dot, diddly boop. My new stuff that I've just, I mean, I haven't really done anything with it yet, other than like buy that evaluation board and futz with it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But the yeah. idea is, is that you can put a sensor at the start at the at like the actual start like at the back of the runway mm -hmm. and then have it and orchestrate the race that way for so i don't have for how far if there what if there's six, curvature it, it can do six seven hundred feet so you know maybe you maybe you put it at the christmas tree uh mm. and face it down track or something right like at tx2k but then mm -hmm. i can i can track the cars and start the race automatically you and it'll six, know who's going to What's that? Uh, how far? Sixteen hundred feet. Six seven hundred feet. Oh, so it's only the beginning of the race, not the end. Yeah, it's only We're the beginning. Of the but, a trap. I mean, if I had more, if I had ten thousand dollars, I could buy one that would that would do the whole race. Oh, okay. But you don't need it for the whole race. You just really need it for the beginning. Mm -hmm. Realistically, um, you know, the the system is is just like it is with music. There's a sample rate, and your accuracy and your of the of the thing that you're trying to reproduce is limited by your sample rate like in a you know, like in an mp3 and so if i'm going to reconfigure my to go really long range like that i lose resolution doing it so okay. uh you know i might not know the car's <clears throat> position but plus or minus five feet at, at that kind of range so it's it's much this particular unit is really hyper accurate up to like six, 700 feet. And then beyond that, like, I don't really consider it that great, 
but I could get other units as well. Like we could put one at the finish line and, and uh, you know, merge the data together and do it. I mean, it was, it's totally possible. I mean, or you could just get one unit that could do the whole bang. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, like once I actually have the technology working, it would be a passive solution so that all you have to do is go set it up on the track and just run the cars down it. No, wow. cause like right now what I have to do is put a, put a little box in every car. And that's been the hangup because uh, you know, I can't give these ape racers a, uh, a box to put in their car that requires any thought because for, for one thing, that's, that's asking a little too much of the driver in the sure. first place. You know how I mean, look at Taylor, he can't even turn on a camera. Yeah. <laughs> that was on cue. Your camera shut off. Um, but yeah. <laughs> what timing? You can't even turn on a cat. <laughs> You're turning it on. You just can't keep it on. Flies when we're having fun. I just got a text. Ooh. I just got a text, everybody, from John from? Bray. Oh, oh, I got one from Steve a minute ago while we're talking, too. What does John say? John Bray says this. I'm sorry the head doesn't have compression. I did. I sent him a text. I said, hey, man, I get I said, congratulations on getting Kevin Durant. Did you hear about that, that he went to the Suns today? Anyway, he says he goes, I know, but he's been hurt a lot lately. But here's the here's the great text he sent me. He says your engine will be done Monday. Like this Monday or just on a Monday? No, that means. Monday, the next Your Monday. Your engine will be done on a Monday. <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. Your, your engine will be done in a week. It might not no. be next week, but Four days. in a week, it will be done. Four days. Okay, that's good news. Four days. So now I got to get I gotta get my gearbox back now from good old Bill Raider. My, gearbox my, my news today was, hey, your battery's dead. You need a new battery. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, your, no. your gearbox has a dead battery no my battery on my car so okay so dan i'm sorry i, I interrupted you you said you got a text from steve what happened uh okay so i had yeah, I, was, I, I was talking to you guys so i didn't really read it that closely i know what it says my transmission has shipped oh no, no, ah no. to bill raider did and your engine waiting... ship too what's that did your engine ship too my engine is sitting there ready to go. John is arranging pickup. Oh, okay. On a Monday. <laughs> On a Monday. So it I'll get like mine Monday and you'll get yours. You'll ship yours out Monday. Good yeah. news, guys. Both your engines will be done on a Monday. Not the same Monday, but on a Monday. Well, this is good for me because I need Todd's engine to get to Steve so Steve can put Todd's car together before mine because if both my engine and Todd's engine are there at the same time. Then we're going to have to start bribing people. Uh, you want to know the work on who's first, you know, you want to hear the bad, the bad though. Steve's Steve is going to be out of town the three days before 2k. Well, like, that's okay. going to be on vacation. <laughs> that's that's bad for me. That's bad for me. <laughs> I just found out Wayne's yeah. out of town next week. So that's why He's Trey's trying America. to get, yeah, Trey's trying to get my car done and back to Wayne's shop. I, I mean, I think Trey's hustling on it, man. He did fix... Um, have you guys ever looked at the battery trays in our car? Yeah. You know, you can fit three different size batteries in there and the battery yeah. tie-down, there's three holes. Well, mm -hmm. the battery that came with my car, I had the battery tie-down in the middle hole. 
fine. No, no big deal. But when it was time to replace a battery, I was like, well, I'm going to get a bigger battery because, because. Nobody so gets a bigger this- battery, Taylor. Huh? Nobody gets a bigger battery. You get a smaller battery, lighter battery. I'm okay with that. We need more power, more battery. No, yeah, I, I rather have a battery that's over-specced than under. Uh, anyway, I get the I get the biggest battery that'll fit in the tray. You get an H7? I, I go, yes. I go to oh, bolt. Oh, you got an anti-gravity. No, I, I go to bolt the tie down down. That largest hole has no threads in it. Freaking. Oh. Idiots. So I had to, I had to rig up a, a nut that just fit under the battery tray. It was, you know, just when you it's think, rigged. oh, this is a, it, this is easy. This will take 15 minutes and four hours later. That's weird. So, Cause mine worked. I, okay. I mean, this is Murphy law that. involved here. So I told Trey, Trey goes, Hey, I, I ordered a battery for your car. I go, okay. Uh, just heads up. And then he sent me a picture. He fixed this. So, so he, he pulled the he, tray out and he, yeah, he welded pulled the tray a out and welded a nut on there for me. Very nice. So it's very nice. All right, all right, all right. I wish I could talk about some things that are in the group chat with uh, BBI, but I know they have such cool stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I. People are like, did you see that post? Yeah, I did see it. I knew before you, <laughs> but I didn't say anything. Yeah, we have to keep our mouth shut. Unfortunately, well, you know what we need to do is we need to have uh, we need to have Jared be one of our guests. Yes. For sure. For sure. Because that although, guy. Although, how much is he going to be limited on saying? Well, he can talk about things that have happened. Well, he can say whatever <clears throat> he wants okay. to say. We'll send him a proof. And if there's anything he wants us to take out, we'll take it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I mean, let's just be real, real easy and cool about it. I mean, it's a little bit extra work, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, for a guy, for a guy like that who may accidentally be wary of saying things and not want to come on. Let's just send it to him. Be like, here you go. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. So you think your car is fast. Also subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay tuned every week for new episodes.